Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Left at the Light. I'm your host, Matt. Uh, I, I hope you guys enjoyed the, our last episode with Ubuntu Studios. And um, it, it was a really good one. I know it was long, two-hour conversation. We broke it up into two episodes so that hopefully you guys could get something out of it and uh, you know break it up and listen to it at different times. Uh, so we're here again, uh, new episode. Uh, we are talking to Windhill Pancake Parlor. And one thing I just want to let you guys know is that we uh, re- recorded this uh, a-, a while back. So um, it was around Halloween time when we originally did this. So we might, we might have a reference or two of Halloween. Um, and I know we've had a few holidays since, but uh, we had some episodes we wanted to get out that came before this one. So um, I appreciate you guys listening. Uh, I hope you are enjoying all the episodes and getting something out of it. And I hope, I really hope you guys are supporting local and uh, going out to Plum Garden and Windhill Pancake and Abantu Studios and supporting them. Uh, and that's really what this is all about. So again, thank you guys for listening and uh, sharing and commenting um, always just let me know if there's a place you want me to talk to that you want to hear from that you think has a pretty cool story and also too guys I just want to talk about one thing the last episode of uh, the I know the sound was a little bit weird there was a lot of background noise that was happening there and uh, when I was editing I split the tracks up into a left and right to try to try to get some of that weird sound out and I forgot to put the tracks back so that uh you heard my voice out of one speaker. You heard Andrew's voice out of another speaker. So hopefully I don't mess that up again. Um, but uh, also to want to let you guys know another thing is that um, I switched hosts for our, the podcast. So if you were listening to the podcast through Podbean, which is the actual host, we're not on there anymore. I think you can still listen to it through Podbean, but uh, our host is now on Anchor. So the only difference there is it's much easier to put the episodes out to multiple platforms like an Apple Podcasts and Google Play. Um, and I think one of the other ones is called Radio Republic, Pandora, Spotify. So we're, we're many more places than we were before. So th- there's more options for you guys to listen to the podcast on. Um, again, as I always say, if there's one platform that you prefer, like um, say a Pocket Cast or something, we can do that for you too. So just let me know left at the light pod at gmail.com is the a way to get a hold of me you can uh, find us on facebook we do have a facebook page uh if you want to share the episodes as i know some people have asked about sharing episodes uh if you try to share from like one of the group pages like the crystal lake page or the huntley page or the algonquin page or something like that most of those groups do not allow sharing uh, so the best way to share the episode is to go to left at the light pod on facebook if you look it up just by that name you should be able to find it without a problem and you can uh, share it from that Facebook page. Uh, you can also just click on our, the post from Facebook to get to our page and follow it that way as well. So um, that all being said, I appreciate the shares. I appreciate all the comments, the likes. Uh, please keep sharing the episodes. Please keep commenting, let me, letting me know what you think and what you want to hear. Uh, that all being said, I think I think my intro spiel is uh, over. So uh, let's uh, cue the music. I think my first question, since we're sitting inside Windhill Pancake uh, Parlor. 
parlor, correct? Yep. What did you have for breakfast? I haven't had anything yet. Nothing yet? No. It's it's three o'clock. It's after three o'clock, and you I haven't know. eaten anything. Well, you have to understand. After we talk about the history, I've been here since I was eleven. Okay. So the food is the same. It's like the same thing you eat at home. So I haven't had anything to eat. Oh man, I I hope you're ready for all the the nasty questions I have for you. And then. <laughs> sure, bring it on. Um, all right, so you've been here since eleven. So so give me the history. Uh, how did how did it start out? Um, you were here at 11. Were you working here at 11? Okay. Well, in 1977, this place was built. It was built partially on a pre-Civil War. Part of our building is pre-Civil War. In 1976, Don Schramm, Kathy Schramm, and Harriet Whitman teamed up and bought this place. In 1977, my mother started here as a waitress. Okay. And she was here for 10 years. So in 19... 1978, I started dishwashing. I was 11. I started dishwashing and eventually moved my way up to busing. I got fired from busing because <laughs> I wouldn't put ashtrays on the table. I kept forgetting. And I, every time I went by the grill, I would just want to scrape it. I, I would just, something a cook would do. And I thought that that was interesting. So I, I had an interest in it, mm -hmm. even though all my life I wanted to be a cash register at Jewel. A cash register person or I wanted to be a teacher so little by little my mom worked here for 10 years and Don and Kathy and Harriet said we want to sell and my mom said I want to buy and they said you'd never you'll never do it Sharon mm -hmm. and my mom said that's all you have to tell my mom is that she doesn't have to do it I mean that she can't do it that's my what my mom's like Mm -hmm. So at that point, I was in college in Tarkio, Missouri, which is northwest Missouri. It was a small private college, and I was going for teaching. Mm -hmm. And she called me. Now, at that point, there was no phones in the dorm. There's no such thing as cell phones, no such thing as computers. So in the dorm hallway was one pay phone, and they would just scream your name. And yeah. they'd say, Jenny, phone call. And I'd come out, and my mom said, are you sitting down? And I said, I can't, Mom. I'm standing <laughs> like at a pay phone. Okay. And she said, we're going to buy Windhill. And I think I screamed so loud, and I was, like, so excited for her. But I'm 10 hours away by car. Yeah. And we couldn't afford to fly me home. And, and But at that point, I was, except for college, I was here any time that I was at home. So I was so excited for her. And in 1987, she bought it. Uh, there were some challenges at first for her. But she did a great job, and she owned it for 17 years. Mm -hmm. And in 2004, my husband and I purchased it from my parents. Now, I have seven brothers and sisters. There's eight of us total. We happen to have the interest in the business. We happen to have the money. So we bought it from my mom. Before that, I got my degree in elementary education, okay. and I subbed for a year. But she's like, I will pay you more money, and I'm too old, and I'm too tired. Come and manage this place for me. So for the last six years of her owning it, I was manager. I learned all the book work, the things I didn't know. Yeah. Uh, learned hiring and firing, um, because at that point I was just a waitress, you know, host. I just, and I learned a lot of things that I should have learned, and I did in order to purchase it. And after in 2004, my husband and I bought it, and so that makes it year 16, almost year 17 right now. Oh, that's crazy. Um, so. 
back when your your mom uh, took it over, how I mean, was that a difficult transition? For the employees, yes, it's hard being an employee, if, mm. you know, and a, a coworker, to being a boss, to being my mom is more of a let the. She was very easy boss. Mm-hmm. She was very easy. She self-admittedly too easy of a boss. Okay. Um, I came in under and then it was hard on her, but she really loved it. She loved, she's a very, very good people person and she should be with the public type A personality. Yeah. People loved her and they still love her. She's 83 and she still comes in. She still sometimes subs for me. She'll see if I'm busy. Um, this, I consider it her baby. Yeah. This is her baby. Now, but you took it over, so is it your baby now? It maybe a niece of mine. I don't okay. know. I don't know because I still go for her advice. Mom, what should I do in this situation? I've got this mm-hmm. employee that does this, or you know, what should I do? And I'm I'm not still because I've owned it seventeen years doesn't make you that confident in your decisions because mm-hmm. you can throw the dice and it's a gamble on what to do sometimes. But for the most part. I go for her for guidance on a lot of stuff here still. Yeah. Um, so how much of a challenge after 17 years is it to still keep it going? Keep current? Because mm-hmm. this place has been open for 44 years. Yeah. It's a staple. How to keep current? Um, there's new paninis that come out. There's Kapalapa Mapa that mm-hmm. might come out next week. And I've got to learn how to get it, pull it, sell. How do I do it? Um, there's new trends that come out um fusion asian fusion how do i incorporate those things and make it current and make customers instead of just having blueberry pancakes and Mm -hmm. an omelet let's have them try an eggs italia let's have them try a noodles and eggs breakfast that's the it's one of the tough things and that means a lot Mm -hmm. of research either on google um going to my own places you know going an hour to a breakfast joint a breakfast place that i hear about and trying it mm-hmm. and nabbing their menu and getting ideas um so you're out there stealing menus too yes <laughs> yes honestly i do and if any restaurant doesn't think that they don't do that i believe that they're lying okay okay because you just have to keep up and you also have to keep with the current prices mm-hmm. even though another competitor is charging eleven dollars i can't get away with charging thirteen dollars for it mm-hmm. or could i it's tough because of my beautiful decor, because we decorate for the holidays, it mm. costs thousands of dollars to decorate. It costs thousands of dollars to put up decor. It, it, it's it's a major expense. Yeah. And I believe my atmosphere in here is like you're in grandmother's dining room. You're in your grandma's. You're, it's very quaint and home and home-like atmosphere versus a yeah. corp. Yeah, well, you beat me to the question because the the decor in here, I I challenge anybody to find another place that is decorated like this. It's very unique, and like you said, it is like you're sitting. It's like you're sitting at home with, or you know, at the table with your family having breakfast. It's a very, I think, very cool. And like, I brought my daughters in here um, a couple of years ago. We we came up to the Shamrock Festival when they were dying the lake and everything. Oh yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm like, you know what? There's a great breakfast place right over here, and they I hadn't taken it, to, taken them here yet, and I brought them in. They're like, oh wow, this! And on top of that, the menus too. 
Yes. The menus are very unique. So, For those of you who don't know, the menus are like a book. They're like a big 8.5 by 11 book, and they're hardcover. And when you open the book up, it will be the first page of our history, and then it will be the menu. They're, they're um, double-stick taped onto each page. So for those of you who don't mm -hmm. know, you're actually getting a real book that I've recycled into a menu. Yeah. Whose idea was that? Was your idea to do that? Yeah, or? it was actually a friend of mine who saw it in Florida. Oh, really? And she's okay. like, I think that's amazing. And I said, well, let's try it. But try to find that many thin books that are hardcover that are that size. Yeah. That takes a lot of work. Yeah. But luckily, <laughs> I might be a little bit of a shopaholic. <laughs> <laughs> just, just a little bit. Well, I mean, the, the decor, too. I mean, there's, there's a lot of money that went into this as well. So. Yes. And uh, I see... I see like some witch's legs up there so you got a plan for christmas coming up i'm sure um for right now because of covid we don't know really what's going to happen okay so we don't right now we were, we should have already been decorated for christmas but we don't know if we're going to be shut down you know, there's so yeah. many things that go on and plus you can't have gatherings mm -hmm. and our christmas decor is about 25 to 30 volunteers that come in in one night to put this together oh wow everybody okay. signs in and out so when the decor is over it's about 130 man hours of work Oh, wow. That go into just That's... Christmas or that go into Halloween. So you can't do it right now. And plus, it's really hard to keep it clean. Mm -hmm. You know, things falling from the decor. Right now, we're all about sanitation because yeah, of this absolutely. COVID um, pandemic. We'll, we'll jump into that really quick as far as uh, COVID. Um, I see you guys, that you're outdoor dining right there. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So you guys are doing the outdoor dining for that. What else? How else has it affected you guys? Oof. Geez, well, since St. Patrick's Day, that was the first day of closing. So we're on day 263, I believe, of COVID. Mm -hmm. We were closed from March, April, May. We didn't close, but we were closed to the public. We had takeouts, delivery. Um, we never had DoorDash or Grubhub or Uber Eats before, mm -hmm. and we had to grab onto all that. So that was a whole new concept yeah. of getting these little computers and having them ding and having their order right. and. And then I'm like, well, we have to deliver mm -hmm. because either close, but I have, there's a lot of employees here that need their families taken care of, and I couldn't do it. Yeah, absolutely. Plus, just putting me home is like doing nothing. Yeah. That will probably put me in the money bin. <laughs> I, I think you and most people, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I couldn't do it, so I, during that close time, I put a bed over here. Um, it was just, we put puzzles. We, mm -hmm. not closed, I want to say closed to the general public coming in. Yeah. When I say closed, we were closed to the general public coming in. But we had a lot of orders going out, call-ins. Mm -hmm. Majority were actually call-in versus Uber Eats, Grubhub, or DoorDash. Yeah. And we did Mother's Day specials, and we had hundreds of people pick up Mother's Day dinners. And we had Easter. The, another reason being is, I need to make these people happy mm -hmm. during one of the saddest, strangest times of our lives. Yeah. So, and it's affected, like right now, you can look around and see that half these tables don't have any settings on them. They're unseatable. Mm -hmm. So, and then outside, we had to buy that tent, furnish it, seats about 90. Okay. We'll buy the heaters for it. It's a lot of money. Yeah. And a lot of getting used to it. Uh, yeah. You know, strange things. Yeah, well, we never lot, had an outdoor new, before. New things to learn, right? Right. Yeah. We've got to adapt. Be adaptable. 
Yep. Um, as far as uh, the menu, so if someone were to come in here and they've never been here before, what would you, what would be something you'd want them to eat? Oof. There's an Eggs Italia, and it's um, chopped breadcrumbs. By the way, we have our own homemade fresh bread. We make in-house every few days. Mm -hmm. um, we cut up those into breadcrumbs, I mean into bread cubes. We add pesto, we add scrambled eggs, we add tomato, and uh, max that all into a scramble and add goat cheese and Parmesan cheese. And it kind of like becomes this little skillet platter, but no hash browns. Mm -hmm. And on the side, we serve our homemade fresh bread toasted. That is so good. My personal favorite is that or the French toast. Yeah. I'm always a sucker for French toast, <laughs> cinnamon roll French toast. The favorite seller out of pancakes are the cinnamon roll pancakes. Okay. They love that. It's just crunchy sometimes because the, the sugar caramelizes. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's so good. They <laughs> love that. They love the Mexican mess. That's one of the hot sellers. That's like a skillet breakfast, chorizo. Oh my gosh, it's so yeah. good. Anytime now, I would take that home and eat it. Stir fried. I would take that home and eat it. You know, when people say, what's good here? I'll say, I'll tell you what the employees eat because that's always what a sign of yeah. what's good here yeah. since I rarely eat here. Reuben sandwich. I love a good to Reuben. die for. <laughs> what well, did you eat when you were here? Uh, I, I'm just a sucker for just pancakes, straight up pancakes. Um, that That's my go-to at most places. And like, if I do find a good pancake somewhere, that personally, I'm like, that's a good breakfast place. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I was just going to point out the, and obviously people cannot see you, but as you speak about the different uh, dishes that you're talking about, you are smiling. Yes. So I, I can tell you guys, she has a passion for this and likes it. So. <laughs> yes. I even went to MCC a few years back and took every culinary course in um, baking mm -hmm. because it just, I love it. I love baking and I love learning new things. To me, I feel status quo is boring, life is boring without trying to reach out and try new things. And I took, that was a challenge taking all these courses. I didn't know how to make candy. I didn't know how to make gummies. Mm -hmm. I didn't know how to make a three-tiered cake. I, I, and I did it. Yeah. And it was fun for me. And it was only a couple, few, about three years ago. So I took every course I could and I, and you're only, it says you're allowed to repeat these courses like four times. I'm like, I should go back and take that cake <laughs> one again. There you because go. Because it was so much fun. I find that's fun. Things like accounting, that's not fun to me. Mm -hmm. um, payroll, that's not fun to me. And that's why my husband comes in and he does all that stuff. Okay. Because that is a snore fest. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the two, you guys basically run it together then? Mm-hmm. Okay. How, how much of it, when, so when you took it over, what year was that again? Uh, 2004, we bought 2004. It. So 2004, um, how much was, how much, how difficult was it to do that, to take it over, and this is, this is now our venture? Well, that was exciting time. Yeah. That was very exciting for me. I wasn't scared at all because I've had six years of doing everything that I was doing, but without officially owning it. Mm -hmm. You know, I was calling the state. At that point, you still called the state and made inc uh, payroll taxes and your sales tax. It was not even online at that point yet. So every month I was calling it. So I knew it. It was scary. Just I knew that this was a good business. Mm -hmm. I knew 
that this would work. I just knew it because did your husband learned, know that too? Yes. Okay. Because we got married in 2000, and he was able to see the four years. He wasn't here at that point yet. He was in. He was a superintendent at a construction site, mm -hmm. so he wasn't here. Okay. Until 2004, physically having a job here, and I'm like, okay, this is now your job. This is your job. This is your job, and he is the opposite of me. He's quiet. He's shy. You will never get him to be speaking a microphone. Um, so <laughs> I used to say the same thing. No. <laughs> Did you really? Oh, my wife would probably say that too. Be like, I can't believe he's doing this. Wow. So maybe you can get him to speak into a microphone. <laughs> uh, no. Because every Christmas party that we have, I'm like, would you like to say anything, Tom? And he'd be like... <laughs> um, so he's really more the maintenance, anything that's wrong here. Uh, he is payroll income taxes he deals with unemployment you know he does all that stuff mm -hmm. that i hate to do which makes it a really good pair do we argue about it absolutely yeah. we're back yeah yeah you're fine do we argue it was about me it? my computer went oh. <laughs> just for a second sure we argue about it we're partners yeah. we're going to argue with any partner uh i will push for something i push for that train counter for about four mm. years before it happened. Okay. I Come on, we need the train counter. Come on, no, come on. You know, and we go visit train counters. I visited about 10 different ones. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, we have to do it. Come on, please, no. And then finally, he caved. So that took a long time. But there's things that he also still say absolutely no to. Okay. He's so, sorry, go smarter ahead. than me <laughs> in that sense. Yeah. So what is, uh, what's the next step for you guys? What's something that you want to do next? If, if there was no COVID, we'll say. We thought about opening a window too. Yeah. In Harvard. Um, we thought about, well, his would say retiring. <laughs> okay, fair. Jeez, <laughs> um, uh, I don't know. I don't know if you've ever heard of what you call a ghost kitchen. I have not. A ghost kitchen is like, so, I don't know if I can talk about another restaurant, but it's in a good sense. Okay, there's another restaurant in McHenry. We'll Let's do it. Let's go that we'll way. See. There's another restaurant in McHenry, and they're open, and it's a franchise. I'm not going to name the name. And then a ghost kitchen comes in, and what they do is they basically supply you the food and everything. So let's say you go on Uber Eats, and it says wings, just wings, and you place an order for pickup from them. Mm -hmm. The restaurant that I'm talking about is really making it. But you don't know that. I've seen that. Okay, so that's what a ghost kitchen is. Got it. So right now, they have contacted me, and now I'm having a meeting Monday with this ghost kitchen Okay. people. I have no idea if they're going to take how much money they're going to take from me. You know, Yeah. I don't know anything. It would be like anybody walking blindly into a meeting saying, all right, tell me what this ghost kitchen is about. But it interests me. Mm -hmm. It intrigues me. And not only if I say no, I've learned about it. So they want Windhill to be a ghost kitchen for whatever product. I have no clue. Okay. So that's interesting. So it's a possibility? Yes. All right. Um, you mentioned your husband wants to retire. So is, is there a plan to for someone else to take over the business when that time comes? No, not right now because my daughter is getting her master's in nursing right now. Okay. Um, my other daughter is going to be a vet. And um, 
my son, um, he's a waiter here. Okay. So, but, you know, you need the, you need the bank, the bankroll. Yep. We'll just sell it outright if nobody wants to buy it. I, I think it's, as, as far as I know, it's pretty successful, so I'm sure that wouldn't be a problem. Right, I hope. <laughs> Knock on wood. Yeah. Get through this whole thing and then see what the future holds, right? Right. Yeah. That's a long time. All right. I don't think I have any other questions. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Um, we've been on TV before. That was exciting. When was that? Um, that was about a year ago. We were on a show called Chicago's Best. Okay. Um, and I thought it cost money, but they said, no, it's 100% free. And once I hear that word, I'm like, yeah. So they did a big six. They were here for almost seven hours to film. So they filmed here inside? Yes, they filmed here inside okay. in the kitchen. It was actually for their segment called Iron Man Challenges because we have a one-hour eating challenge here. Okay. And so they had three contestants here, the customers from Windhill, and one was the host. And they tried to eat this Iron Man Challenge, interviewed me, interviewed the kitchen staff, watched them make it, taped them making it. And so it's on Chicago's Best. It's on YouTube. You okay. can look it up so you can see what Windhill looks like if you haven't been here before. Um, we were on Channel 5 News for where to go for spooky things because okay. our, our Halloween decor was up. And we were on, uh, I don't know if you've heard of a show called 190 North. Yes. Okay, yep. we were on that for also a Halloween segment um, about our spooky decor and you should come here and visit us. Oh, that's very cool. Those are fun things that, that doesn't happen to a lot of people that yeah. I think is a lot of fun and I'm pretty proud of it. That's I'm very cool. Thanks for bringing that up. I did not know about that. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, I, I will look up that YouTube clip, and uh, I'll probably post it on along with the episode. So. Yes, that sounds right. great. Well, great. Thank you again for your time. Oh, I really you're appreciate welcome. it. It was my pleasure. Nice to meet you. You too. Have a great day. <laughs> All right, guys. There you go. Windhill Pancake Parlor in McHenry. Uh, go out and see Jennifer. Go have some pancakes, and uh, enjoy a nice breakfast. Um, just want to say thanks, guys, for listening. Thank you for uh, your comments, your likes, your shares, all that great stuff. Uh, left at the light pod at gmail.com. And uh, a quick couple quick shout outs real quick. Um, I might sound a little bit different, hopefully better. Uh, I got a brand new microphone to use for the podcast as a Christmas gift from my mom. So mom, thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting the podcast. And um, on top of that, thanks for telling everybody you work with so that uh, they like and subscribe and share. Uh, I got to talk to Liz from where my mom works the other day and she kept telling me how much she liked it and the, uh, the episodes thus far and gave me a suggestion of someone I'm going to look into. So I appreciate that. So thank you, Liz. Um, again, thank you everybody for listening. We'll see you next time. And I got a couple more episodes that are all, all ready to go. Just set waiting to put out so um but keep your suggestions coming we want to keep this going as long as we can support local businesses uh so go out there guys support local and uh we'll talk to you guys next time